Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The old transfer portal. It's back, folks. It's back, not just here in South Florida, coast to coast. As uh, a lot of players in a majority of the schools not playing in major bowl games or a chance to go to the final four uh, or conference championship games, those are all in. You'll play even if you're a little pissed off at the coach, you'll play in those. But once you get to the regular season being over and now you have that second or third tier bowl game, whatever your favorite name is, on it, um, guys are gonna guys are gonna run. They're not gonna play one last meaningless game in, in their eyes. Meaningless, not for coaches. They get experience and get a chance for a lot of young guys, most likely to play. But for guys to know they're not in the future plans, a lot of those guys are they're done. They're they're checking out. They're they're they're, they're moving on. They've already moved on and looked to see what's out there where they think they have a chance to go, even if they got to go to a smaller school to know they can play, or if they're going for a bigger school and want to play in a Power 5 school, they can they can do that. But, yes, Tyler Van Dyke should be – we said this a couple weeks ago when he came back. When he got benched in that Florida State game, that, that was it. It was probably over before that. You know, he threw a lot of interceptions – then came back, and by the way, I give Tyler Van Dyke, I don't know about you Canes fans out there, but in general, the fact that he came back after being benched, Florida State, and probably if Emory Williams doesn't get hurt, he's probably not playing the next game. But he go, hey, man, we need you. And he says, all right, I, I got you the next two. I'll take care of it. And he did. Came back and played. Um, I give him a lot of credit. I do. I I give him a lot of credit when he could have said, I'm out. Yeah, as well you should. And, you know, we were talking about this on, on the pregame show last week. And, you know, the fact that the guy had three different offensive coordinators through like three years is is difficult, right? I mean, that, that's certainly not an easy thing. When you go from the Lashley offense and then you get, you know, next coordinator comes in, that doesn't work out. Another coordinator comes in, you know, this year. I, I don't know if you think it worked out or not, but, you know, that's not easy. To keep switching those. I'm not guys. a hater. That, I'm not a hater. That's definitely not I am an easy not, thing to do. I am not a hater of this offensive coordinator. No, no. Well, I mean, whether you are or aren't, that, that's not the discussion for today. I'm just saying it's not easy for a quarterback to to keep switching these guys every single year of his college career. Well, there's He's a, another one next year. So, so we we are Mario Cristobal's got another problem too. He's trying to keep his coaches. That, that he likes, especially on the defense side of the ball where they had 
put up really good numbers. That defense deserved more wins than, than they were able to get this year. They they did, even though they could have gotten a stop at the end of the Neal play, but but whatever. They overall put up some really good numbers that, that should have been worth more than seven wins the way they played down here. But he's got he's got some coaches. I'm guessing Gidry's gonna be a hot name. I think Lance Gidry is gonna be a really hot name to go and and now listen, he's not just gonna leave to leave. It's gonna have to be a relationship with somebody that he knows. And it's gonna have to be for a hell of a lot more money. And he's making really good money here now, folks. This is no longer the old days. He's making big money. But if look at USC right off the bat, USC they score fifty and give up fifty every game. Right? Seems like they're in a shootout at the end of the game. Who gets the ball last wins? So I'm guessing I don't know where his relationships are and all that stuff, but. You don't think some people are going to check to see if he's interested in leaving the coaching job he just did? Now, I don't know if anybody wants him to be a head coach, but you can give him assistant head coach title and and throw in the, you know, full say over the defense. And by the way, for all that, we will we will pay you. There's programs out there paying as much or more than NFL teams are for those key positions, like coordinators. He's up. He's going to be hot. I throw out another one, too. I think Jason Taylor. That's going to be an interesting one. His guys played really well. They did. His guys played well. His recruiting, let's be honest, and, and I don't take anything away from Mario and recruiting. We can talk about Mario and a lot of different things, but Mario, Mario and recruiting, he is as good as anybody. He is. Now, there's some other things that he's got to do better, but the recruiting part, he has been first class. He's really good. He doesn't he doesn't take a back seat to too many guys in the country. I think Jason, with his appeal, not only here in the South Florida market, because he played here, but his knowledge of the game, he's real close to being a defensive coordinator. And his recruiting might be as good as his, and he, he's been around now for a while. This is not something brand new to him. He not only has played in different systems, including Nick Saban, he spent time with them. He's a student of this whole thing. And that's, that's one to watch and see. And I haven't talked to him. This is not inside information before anybody's going, oh, here he goes. But you want to keep him. Whatever, whatever it takes. And they got a lot of good coaches on that staff. I, I, I think he's got a lot of really good coaches. But sometimes you get a guy real sexy in recruiting that can be as important as he is during the season, the offseason when recruiting. I think Jason's one of those guys that's really, really important. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of stuff going to be happening. And, and I'm sure Mario's been out all night recruiting and in planes and helicopters and car rental cars and shooting all over the United States, like treating it like it's all in his backyard to uh, get on top of this situation. But there will be a lot more names coming out besides just Tyler Van Dyke, Corey Flagg, Don Chaney, and Jafari Harvey. There'll be a lot more names coming 
that uh, are going to jump in that transfer portal. They're going to have record numbers. By the way, what happens? We never hear about it. Are there certain guys who jump in this thing and like, oh, oh, shoot, I, I got nowhere to go. Or, uh-oh, I got to go to a smaller school. Oh, boy. We talk to Blue about this every year. Uh, he tells us the amount of guys that enter this uh, this thing and the guys that end up getting screwed and don't have somewhere to go. I hope these guys are get, all getting good advice. Well, they're not all You know, I don't know who's giving advice to these guys, telling them what to do, where to go, but I, I hope they're getting good advice, man. I, I think a lot of them do, but I think a lot of it from family and close friends, the, the wrong people to listen to because they – know you're hurting and they're they're probably hurting too and say get we got to get you out of here. just get out of here this that guy didn't know what he you know, he didn't know how the good best you thing are. to do though man i, I agree you know, texters are all riled up this morning everyone's a bunch of quitters and you know sometimes it is good to stay in the place you're at and gut it out right and and learn a few life lessons not not the worst thing in the world right i tried i tried to uh see if i could go back right off the bat and said hey uh i really I want to come home. I don't want to stay here. I said, we got this great junior college system. I'd like to come home, play in my own backyard for the junior college team. Junior college was big out there. And so that was your transfer portal back then. You could leave your your team and go to, to JUCO, play in junior college. And the junior college system at the time when I was out there was was huge. From Southern California all the way up to the tip of Northern California, there were junior colleges full of players that either had bad grades or had left D1 schools so they could go play and get themselves eligible to go back and play at a different school after one year at JUCO. And uh, my dad didn't sign off on that. He goes, no, no, how are you getting home? I said, well, I thought you'd come get me. I'm ready to leave. I'm not not letting you quit. You're going to stick this out. But I, I don't like Mike White. I don't want to play for this guy. I think he lies. I, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with Mike White. He goes, no, 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 no. You signed up to go there. You make it work. So that was that old school quit thing, right? But but the system's different, man. And by the way, it's not a college thing. It starts on our freaking high schools down here. As soon as this state put in, you can go wherever you want as many times as you want. It was open season, man. It was open season. Help set the mindset for every parent and parents and family member. We got guys playing in some of these games that are from out of state that came here because they knew they could come in and play wherever they wanted. It is the Wild West, the state of Florida right now. You think this is a problem? Yeah. The way that it is right now? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. know like, the hey. School, the high school situation is a joke, but like the, the four high the schools stuff. Four high schools in four years, that's going to be norm here pretty soon. Yeah. Three three high schools in four years is going to be common. Yeah, the high school thing's a mess. I don't even know how you police that, but the college thing, and, and the, you know, you've probably got the NCAA, do. who you I got, don't think anyone's going to listen to no, at this point. No, you're going to do whatever you want, and you want to go to keep going to different schools. Hell yeah, the Big Ten, their, their conference your commissioner tried to suspend uh, Harbaugh, and he almost damn near took him to court. I, like I don't know who has power that's, anymore in this. That's whole right. Field. Everybody's trying to like hype up this Ohio State Michigan thing, and do you see what Harbaugh's comments were? What, what what is wrong with him? It's the biggest rivalry in in, in maybe in college sports at in, in anything. Michigan Ohio State, especially since every year they're really good. 
It's been one of the most nauseating stories oh. I've ever seen in, in sports. I, I've, I've gone, been quite honest with you. They play this victim oh. role of, you know, it, it really is. It's so embarrassing what what I, they've turned into over at Michigan. Like, I, I don't I don't get the whole, you know, we're victims of this, this oh, whole deal. Woody, and, Woody, I got to tell you, man, man. It's nauseating to listen to, though. Like, I went from Harbaugh, I thought was kind of different. He is weird, he's weird dude, yeah, he's but, but he's really good. I was like, man, this guy. And now he's just turned into, like, comes out and says some dumbass stuff. Good God. All right, we uh, got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot more stuff to get to when we come back here. Kyle Krabs, host of Locked On Fins podcast, going to join us. But first, I got to tell you about one of my favorite holiday gift ideas for you. You can enjoy with the whole family, I promise you. You can get it now. Matter of fact, before the holiday season, before you get gifts, just get this one for the family, and I promise you everybody's going to join it. Uh, enjoy it. A tricked-out Cliggy's golf cart. The coolest golf cart on the road. I laugh because the guy goes, I, Joe, I think you've been on it long enough. I go, no, no, let's take it one more mile in the back here. I'm talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, 5-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, sweet sound system, all painted in your favorite team colors, whatever it might be right now with all our teams. 0% financing. Just visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. Located at 1751 West Copens in Pompano Beach. And listen, you got to go to the showroom. The showroom, and look at them, you're going to go, oh my God. And don't take your whole family because they're going to want to make you buy it right there because they are so nice. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. Man, it's amazing. It's Cliggy's, K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. Mention this commercial and get $1,000 off, but you got to get up there and see them. What a great gift idea. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cliggies. You know, it would have been interesting if it would have been a one-score game, um, what I would have seen from him, because... uh, we're trying to do our due diligence. He has had his fill um, watching football, so um, you know he he's going to be pressing me hard to play play this week. I know um, for me, I see it as a week to week injury, um, so we're going to have to find a middle ground. But you know, again, th- these are healthy things that um, I would much much rather prefer as opposed to trying to convince someone that they are capable of playing. So um, we'll we'll see how that progresses. As you guys have seen, I wasn't just uh, BSing when I was saying that I, that I was very happy with the depth um, and how many NFL linemen we have on our, on our football team. I think we've 
um, shown that we've been able to operate um, at a at a high level with all sorts of various alignments, and that's to the credit of um, a lot of players and coaches uh, committing to uh, and the personnel department on top of that. So um, the, it could be it could shake out a lot of different ways, but that's what fun of December is, right? Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel there. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right. Thank you, Woody. Kyle Krabs, the host of Locked on Fins podcast, joins us this morning. Kyle, how you doing, first of all? I'm doing great. How you doing, Jeff? Man, I'm I'm hanging in there. Um it's uh, it's a topic every week because you never know who's playing. As coaches talked about, Mike McDaniel, it could be this week, Kendall Lamb at left tackle, Lester Cotton at left guard, Connor Williams at center, Robert Hunt could be back at right guard, and Austin Jackson at right tackle. Uh, but he's right about one thing. Um, we got a lot of different guys played in that last game against the Jets, and they're sitting there with 400 yards of, of offense once again. What would you think overall how'd they play? Yeah, I, th- I thought the the group did uh, about as well as you could hope against a front in New York that doesn't really blitz a ton, but is one of the top pressure-generating teams in all of football. And you saw the, the offensive play calling kind of conceded to that as well. I thought they had a really nice game plan as far as um, where they were attacking in the passing game. And they, they had a couple shots down the field that were up over the top against main coverage. You know, Tyreek Hill had the one against D.J. Reed and Jayla Waddle had the one against Sauce Gardner, but just hitting those haymakers intermittently just to keep them loose, but then really being cognizant of getting the ball out of our hands. Uh, Hey, are we going to go empty protection? And if we are, let's make sure that we are not getting greedy. I think the snap to release window for Tua was 2.17 seconds against the Jets. So that plus the offensive line performance, um, paints the picture of how the Dolphins have the success that they did with 400 yards and 27 points scored offensively. So I thought the line looked about what you would expect to kind of have guys jumbled around and intermittently right. moving around. I thought you got some good push vertically in the run game, uh, which was I think was a little bit of a surprise when you considered that you, you were playing with two backup guards and you didn't have Robert Hunt. He was the only guy I think who dressed who didn't take a snap was Rob Hunt. Um, I, I'd give a little bit of a shout-out to Keon Smith who's a name that we haven't really seen take meaningful snaps up until uh, this past game against the Jets. But, you know, he comes in and whatever's going on with Tehran, uh, I'm wondering if he wasn't dealing with it from the beginning of the game just because he he did not look himself on tape. I, I think he looked like he was struggling to, to move a little bit. And then Keon Smith comes in and he's tailpiping Lester Cotton on the backside of all these zone runs uh, just because he, he was really explosive. So yeah. he comes into the game when Miami has a multi-score lead and it kind of helps to know what kind of game you're going to be playing. Uh, but that would be the name that I would spotlight out of a guy who I thought put some really nice reps out there was Keon Smith once he came into the game. So I want to ask you now with, uh, with Jalen Phillips out with a terrible injury and uh, you know without anybody touching him and stuff and blows out his Achilles. So yeah. just curious, uh, Van Ginkle and Ogba now, can you play all three guys? Could those guys all still play in different packages along with what you get on the other side with Bradley Chubb? Could you see the three of them in different packages or you see a two-man rotation with those two? Yeah, I think you could probably get away with 
doubling Van Ginkle snaps. I think the last three weeks he's averaged about 45% of the snaps defensively, and about half of that's been off the ball. So he, he has been a player who's moved around. He hasn't gotten a ton of run just because Jalen Phillips had had his snap count up around 85 90% of the snaps. So if you, if you look at where Van Ginkle's been implemented and you want to absorb these snaps from Jalen Phillips as best as you can, I think that's the low-hanging fruit is, is to – have Andrew Van Ginkle assume that kind of volume and role, and then when you want to move him around, then Emmanuel Agba can be in the game. I just think you need to be a little bit conscientious of Agba in some of your base formations just because the, one of those rush outside linebackers does at times have to drop into coverage, um, and I, that's not a role that I would want to see for Emmanuel. So, Kind of have to maybe maybe it's week to week based on what the passing tendencies are on first downs or, or twelve personnel tendencies are of the opponent that you're going to face on any given week on how much of a run Emmanuel will get and then obviously it's been reported that the team's um, signing Jason Pierre-Paul uh, he posted something on social media last night I think maybe you you have him as a, a a scratch for the first few weeks as he gets acclimated and then hopefully you can get to your three man rotation that way. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an interesting one with uh, Jason Pierre-Paul coming back here to South Florida and where he went to high school. Uh, so, so the other one that for me, as we look at this and we talk a little bit about it, so so Tua Tungavailoa has still been putting up big numbers, although the turnover bug has has popped into things over the last couple weeks. I, yeah. I know you don't want to do that a lot, especially when you play against better teams. But saying that with the defense playing the way they are, and basically defenses, I, I think you'd agree with this, basically been even or outplayed the offense over the last month overall. Would you agree with that? Yes. I think that's that's a very safe thing to say. Okay, so so to it, the turnovers need to stop, but as far as the rest of it, I mean, they're getting a lot of offense, man. It looks like every game it's still at 400 or close to 400 yards of offense. Yeah. I mean, they, they have – Little issue moving the ball. Now, when and where they have the turnovers is, is the problem. When you reflect on uh, against New England, first play of the second half and you're in your own territory and you have a fumble and you give the ball away in scoring territory and you uh, have the Raiders game and, and you give them two short fields. Like those are the, and the, the Jets, you have a pick six where you directly put points on the board. Right. So those are the kinds of things like, hey, like – it's all fine and dandy, but like when you're in your own end of the field, you're going to run into teams later this season on the schedule and in the postseason if you want to get to where you want to go. You can't do that. So it is one of those things where we're you can enjoy it now, and I think there was some good optimism to come out of the Jets game with how balanced they were offensively um, aside of the turnovers. When you think about the, the volume that Jalen Waddle got and the the balance between the two receivers and Raheem Mostert in the running game, having the juice that it did and Jeff Wilson look good. Like I thought they spread the ball around better than they had while still getting yards, which I think is the optimistic point that I would take out of that. But back to get back to back games with, with three turnovers um, that, that does, it's a troubling term because the only game they've played this season without a turnover offensively was the Denver game. Yeah. And, and by the way, good point is you play against better competition over the last three weeks of the season 
you don't want to be uh, turning it over with those those teams you're going to be playing because they look to be all pretty damn good after you get through these next three games. Yep. Hey, uh, so so I do want to ask you. Uh, there's a lot of different things. How do you how do you feel defensively? Who's been the best player? If you had to give a defensive player of the year award to the defense so far, because they got a lot of guys playing really well. The stats are starting yeah. to show it. They balanced up. Um, who would it be for you so far? That's really tough. Um, I think there's about five guys that have a legitimate argument. I think you're going to get at the end of the season and Jalen Ramsey, you know, obviously I, I don't know that I would give it to him just yet just because he's only played in a handful of games and missed the first uh, seven games of the season. Um, if Ramsey plays at the level that he's played at yeah. since he's come back, that's probably my answer. I just think, you know, if you're looking at, hey, year to date, I don't know that the volume I would give the credit there to, it might be Bradley Chubb. It might be Christian Wilkins. Yeah. I think Christian Wilkins started slow. We were all worried about Christian Wilkins in the sack production the first month of the season. Well, that narrative's changed real quick. He's got already got a career high in sacks. Yeah. He might be on his way to double-digit sacks. So I, I think there's a couple of guys up front that are really deserving. Uh, I think Javon Holland's been really good. It was great to see him have like the splash play. Great play. And if he can, if he can have a couple of those down the stretch, he, like he's got a strong argument. Like it's this defense, you know. And Jalen Phillips, I think, could have probably trended that way as well with what he played like the last six weeks before he got hurt. Yeah, he was having a great game too. Good point there. He was having yep. a crazy game. How good he was playing there early in that game against the Jets. No, that's uh, so. So the, the the other point is this. You start looking at Sealer and you look at Christian Wilkins and those guys on the outside and the safety in the corner position overall and Kahoo, my God, they got a whole bunch of guys playing at a really high level. Um, defensively, uh, compared to what what they have coming up here and, and overall talent, I think Dolphins have as much talent is just about anybody in the AFC. Now, I'm not saying Philadelphia or San Francisco. That's That may be up for debate, but how do you feel about their overall talent on both sides of football and how healthy they are compared to the teams that we're going to be going against, like Baltimore and Kansas City, if you're looking for top seed, and, and Jacksonville? Yeah, uh, I think you know Jacksonville's a little been, been a little banged up on the offensive line as well. I think Miami has better depth uh, on the offensive line than Jacksonville does. Uh, Baltimore, they're obviously really impressive defensively. Uh, I think they're, if you look at the entire body of work, they, they measure up better in metrics. But if you looked at, I think after the first month of the season or so, Miami's like right there with them in a lot of metrics as far as defensive performance. Um, they obviously lost Mark Andrews, uh, their tight end. So you talk about the Jalen Phillips injury is a, a big impact to the Dolphins moving forward. I think Baltimore continuing to find a way now they scratched out 20 points against the Chargers, and it was you know they needed an explosive play at the end of that game to get to 20 points right. from 13. So uh, their, their wide receivers are a little shaky from a consistency and a durability perspective. With Bateman and Beckham, you know they've had a lot of injuries the last couple of years. Now you have Mark Andrews, who's who's down with a lower body injury, presumably for the rest of the regular season. I think the AFC is wide open. I do too. And obviously my, Miami. Uh, they shoot themselves in the foot against Kansas City. They start slow offensively. They kind of find themselves it's a one-touchdown game. You had the ball with a chance at the end. If you can string the wins together and you can play these games at hard rock, like it, it's wide open, and it's as wide open as, as, as it's been in the AFC conference and probably 
what? You can say ten years. Fifteen oh, years. I, I was gonna say twenty. A long time. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean I was gonna go twenty plus since we've been in this it's, situation. I, I can't remember the. I can't remember the last time there's been. You're looking at four or five teams, and you say, "Yeah, I could see him do it." Well, I think that, I, but that, home field, right that home field thing you, you, you bring up, especially these next three games, and it's okay. Like, they're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite right now for Washington like they were last week against the Jets. They're going to be seven-plus in their next couple of games, especially at home. It's probably going to be closer to that nine or ten again. If you take care of those games you're supposed to, and then we'll worry about the last three, they're going to be in really good shape with a head-to-head game well, with a big one against Baltimore down the road. Hey. And, Joe, let, let's not overlook this talking point, too. The first element of, of home playoff games is winning your division. Buffalo at 6-6, six and six, they're on a bye, and then they go to Arrowhead and they play the Chiefs. Yeah. Your magic number for the division is four for Buff, for, versus Buffalo, who's in second place. So if you win these three games that we're presuming they're going to be touchdown favorites plus in, and Buffalo goes to Kansas City and loses, you've clinched the, the, like, clinching the, the division by December 18th is on the table for this team. Yeah, wow. And I'm really excited. I don't to know see. how to act. It's been so long. I don't know it. how to act. That's that, wow. That's we got three games left. We got it wrapped up. Whoa, that'd be that'd be a nice I, feeling. I I want to see them successfully finish the kill. There's blood in the water. <laughs> They've got a three game lead in the loss column. That's a good Put one. your foot on the yeah. throats, and you know this week against Washington, and then you got the next two at home. Right, take care of business, yeah. and then we can shift that focus. But but it's. Is a really important three-game stretch for the first boxes that we're checking for the yeah. postseason aspirations for this year's team. You know what's been funny so far? I, th- somebody said this to me, so this wasn't my own original thought. We're, we're the only team that really we, – we don't have a bad loss. The three, the three teams we've lost to were obviously on the road and really good teams, but everybody else – has lost had a really really bad loss if if not more yep except the dolphins who have taken care of business against teams that they're supposed to beat to put it nicely so yep and that again if, if if that continues you can sneer at the resume of this team all you want but that you know that you're going to be taking care of business yeah. at a rate that they this team hadn't done in a long time and I think that's a, that's something you should applaud if they avoided the trap game all season long yeah, no question. Kyle, thank you, man. I really appreciate you coming on again. It's always great hearing uh, what you have to say about the Dolphins, and uh, especially after you get a chance to look at everything. So thank you so much. Before I let you go, uh, what, what's your thoughts on, on Van Dyke uh, leaving University of Miami? Yeah, it's um, obviously he got some buzz early. Uh, I know that the trajectory there hasn't necessarily gone the way that anybody hoped that it would when he first kind of made the splash. Um. I think it was probably time for both sides. So I'm excited to see where he lands and what, what Miami ends up doing as far as it seems like the transfer portal is going to be the wild, wild west yeah. and everybody's going to move. And uh, one would imagine Miami may be a part of that and, and see what the quarterback position looks like after they move some some guys around. Sometimes you just need a fresh start in relationships. In, in, in general. Yep. In, in general, Kyle. I'm not trying not, not talking about <laughs> your situation. I'm talking about mine. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, Kyle, great talking to you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Talk right. to you soon. Kyle Krabs, host of uh, Locked on Fence podcast, joining us right now. I got to talk about the holiday season. Ho, ho, ho. Go see Amanda and Jeff at the Beverly Show. Man, I had to rhyme something up for him right here during the uh, holiday season. 
Boy, if you're getting engaged for the holidays or looking for a perfect gift and want to be treated right with family and real knowledgeable people, Beverly's Jewelers is a place to go. Always has been. You know, they kind of, this lab-grown diamond thing has become huge now that people know more about them and that they're legit, along with earth-grown diamonds if you want. But they're one of the originals. I remember Jeff was like, lab-grown diamond, what do you think? I, I don't know. Tell me about it. Listen, you can not only get yourself educated on it, but boy, I'll tell you what, they got a great selection for you at the low price guarantee that you get every day. They really are the diamond experts. Whether it's a diamond engagement ring, they got a huge selection of certified diamonds and world-class custom design studio, necklaces, bracelets, earrings, whatever it is you're looking for for the holiday season. And if you have a budget on it, tell Beverly's about it. Amanda, this is what I want. Now, now listen, Jeff and Amanda, father and daughter, I, I want to tell you, they got a great staff over there. And, and it's nothing against Jeff because I've been with Jeff a long, long time. We're, we're getting old together. But Amanda's got really good touch, man. She does. My wife's never said no to anything Amanda likes. No interest financing, free gift wrapping. Beverly's makes it easy. Shop early and avoid the crowds. They offer 30 to 70% off select jewelry now through Christmas. And if you need some extra cash, Beverly's Gold Buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. Take it from me. They are my trusted jeweler and have been for a long, long, long time. Visit Beverly's Jewelers in Fort Lauderdale. That's right off Commercial Boulevard, west of 95, or online at BevJewelers.com. Beverly's Jewelers, where South Florida gets engaged. And now, it's time for Hollywood's Headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All right, Woody. And I feel good today. This weather this morning. It was nice out Wasn't today. that nice? It Any, was. Anyway, it was what do you have nice for out. us We have a big basketball game, a couple of big basketball games tonight. Hockey, yeah, it's a good good day. Yeah, a lot of things going on. All right, not a good day for, for Sports Illustrated. Did you oh, see this? No, what did, happened? Did you see what's going on over there? So this is a very complicated story, but uh, the kind of g- the gist of it here is uh, Sports Illustrated is being accused of having AI-generated content on their website, which would basically mean that they have robots writing their their articles. <laughs> um, now, um, it says that uh, they had fake authors as well. Um, it says that the fake authors, the content itself, was also the result of uh, of AI. Now, the the way that they found this out is you clicked on a picture of the you know the guy or whatever whoever wrote the articles. They basically didn't exist. <laughs> they weren't real people. And they were just on the Sports Illustrated website, so it's a, look. It's a big. It's kind of a big deal because now you got they have a writers' union, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. They've come out and they they actually wrote a whole statement on it, and then they signed it the humans of Sports Illustrated after they wrote their their little statement Ooh, or whatever. Man. SI has come out and said that they're looking into. So you it mean that, every uh, when I get my magazine, my SI magazine? No, no, no. It's that's not written by right, robots, thanks, but God, some of the stuff on their I'm website, reading some of the web stuff on their website, I think apparently was, and that's why this is uh, kind of problematic for them, because you don't want to be sitting there reading stuff written by a robot. You know, it'd be nice to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. that is an ongoing no, story. That was a big one yesterday. Great article, man. robot. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. We're all going to be replaced by robots soon. Maybe. Get some dumbass robots in yeah, here instead we see a of robot dumb that human can beings. talk about quarterbacks and the drafts, all that good stuff, and yeah. you'll, you'll be out. 
All right. Uh, see LeBron last night, man. LeBron sets another record, which every time LeBron sets a record, he makes sure everyone knows about it. I will yeah. say that about him. Uh, I was the passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for most minutes played in in a career. Wow. LeBron has played over 66,000 minutes now, which is pretty crazy. It's kind of weird they keep track of minutes, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Everything. They keep, yeah, they keep track in the in the box score of your minutes. Yeah, no, no. What's your average minutes? It's actually an important stat, you know, fantasy basketball and such. Um, But anyway, in the game where LeBron sets the record for minutes, he also set a record for the most lopsided loss of his career. They lost to the Sixers. Uh, one thirty-eight to ninety-four. That's the worst. That was actually the worst. The of? worst ass whooping he has ever taken. That's weird. On, uh, on a, yeah, forty-four. Those happen loss. to everybody, man. That's not. It's not just him. He just happened to be on the team. But so, well, a forty-four point loss, the largest of his twenty-one year career, is tied for the fifth largest in Laker history. Did he send that out or no? You're he saying? did not send that part of it. No, no, no. Just his record. Hey, with all these great records I have as potentially the greatest player of all time, let me tell you about this one. I'm not proud of. All right, a guy who is potentially the greatest player of all time. Uh, a tennis story here, Joe. We don't usually get these uh, in, the, in the headlines, but this is a, an interesting one here. So do you remember the 2016 French Open uh, final, Djokovic against Murray? Djokovic wins. He he. Lose the first set, comes back, wins the next two sets. Yeah. Uh, throws his racket into the stands as he's celebrating. Okay. I don't know if you recall. So he has a celebration where he draws a heart in the in the clay and yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, yeah, he He's won his, so many, I, I get yeah, him confused. True. He chucks his racket into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, a girl who was visiting, uh, was a student at the time, goes up there and, you know, sitting in the stands to watch the match, actually catches the racket. And it has uh, it has officially hit the auction block here, fifty grand. No, they said they said over a hundred. Really? They said over a hundred grand. They twenty four major titles. Can you imagine just sitting there and you just get this winning championship racket that the guy just used to win a major? That's crazy. I would have thought it would be worth more than that, to be quite honest. I mean, I know that tennis is it's fading tennis, rapidly man. in popularity. I know. Go ahead, take your shot. There's just not a lot of people that are interested. Really? If, if it was a pickleball paddle, maybe the bids would be a little higher. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. All right, we keep it moving here. Uh, <laughs> you see I'm you had sure. a uh, what? No, go ahead. Did you see you had a big Disney uh, weekend here? No. Lionel Messi hanging out at, uh, at Disney World over the weekend. Did they shut the park down for him, or did he have to deal with all the... Sadly, like- he... Uh, so they have a picture of the poor guy. He shows up his family. He's wearing a hoodie, and he put the hood up so like maybe nobody would notice him. Didn't work. And he said he was walking through, like, immediately his chance of messy started, you know, following around. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was walked around with security and all yeah. that good stuff, obviously, but... Uh, yeah, that guy can't be going to Disney. Come well, on. You how, can't do that, Woody. How does that work, though, man? Like, I know Aaron Rodgers went there. Remember Aaron Rodgers when he was dating that one girl? Aaron Rodgers is not messy. That's true. But Messi should be allowed to go to Disney World without fear of harassment. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Our final one here. You ever heard of the Southwest Florida Eagle Cam? No. So there's a live camera. Uh, you can go to WSVN. They, they have the, uh, the link to this thing here. And there's a live camera that films out in, in Fort Myers that films all the Eagles, 
There's like a refuge out there. Huh. And uh, we had our first egg of the season. I'll be darned. Yeah. These are bald eagles. Like the, I assume they're endangered. That's nice, Woody. But now we had that, an eagle egg. That's a nice story, Woody. Well, I went from Messi getting harassed at Disney to no, uh, no, no. It's nice eagle. though. We get the first egg of the season. That's nice. It's nice. Something nice here this morning. That's nice. Hey, uh, we've got the eight o'clock hour coming up. Mary Martinez, Pinecrest Elementary teacher, is going to join us, and I'm really looking forward to Mary joining us this morning to spend a little bit of time. She's a huge Dolphins fan and teaching her math with uh, parts of Dolphin stats, which I always like, especially the really good ones. And we got a bunch of really good ones right now. But before we do, I get to old Mary. I want to tell you about fixed rate mortgages with no prepayment penalties. And they're in the sixes. Inflation is hurting everybody. Interest rates, homeowners insurance, and association fees are continuing to go up. Why? There's some good news. If you own a property and need cash, out please call Michael Kotze right now. Do you have high interest credit card debt, owe back property taxes, IRS liens, judgments, or collections? Call Michael right now to consolidate at lower interest rates. Pay off your high rate second mortgage rate or home equity line of credit that is tied to an adjustable rate that continues to climb higher. Pay off the Y Green or Pace loans. Maybe you need funds for a settlement or even to buy a business. If you're looking to buy a home today, get pre-approved with little money down. Now's the time to lock in before interest rates continue to go even higher. God, I hope not. Call Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. been helping Floridians for more than three decades. He's working 24-7. I'm going to give you a cell phone number. Write it down because he can help you do it quickly. He's all about great service, South Florida. 561-441-2730. 561-441-2730. MLS 166254. Rates and terms subject to change daily without notice. He's an equal housing lender. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.